I'm Kirk. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? Paul, I'm filled with nostalgia. Ooh, for like your childhood? Mm, more like... For your teenagehood? More like my early 20s. Your young adulthood? My young adulthood when mm. I became a man. In the early 2000s. Yes. When when I, I was that was me. Just, yes, that, that was me. Wrong. Yeah. The, uh, the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Mm, okay. Yeah, the best time to be alive. Right. I'm pretending not to know exactly <clears throat> what we're talking yeah, exactly, about. Exactly, because we talk about native tongues. Native tongues is the topic of this episode. Yeah. Native tongues is... It's hard to describe because <clears throat> it's not a group. No. Uh, it's... It's like a scene. It it's was a, a scene. scene. It's a, as the kids say, a vibe. Yeah, the word that gets that gets used to describe them is a collective, which is I, be, I would say loose collective. Yeah, for very basically, right? Native tongues is a group of hip hop uh, groups and solo artists. Yes, in from New York City. Yes, mostly in in, in the late eighties, early nineties, yes. who just were friends. Basically, yeah, they basically were friends. Yeah, and. There's some like uh, affiliate members and people that come in and out. Yeah. But it was definitely like this loose thing where like they would be on each other's albums, but it wasn't like planned. They, yeah. I remember I read an oral history of it. They're like, yeah, we didn't plan to do this and we didn't plan to make like albums together. It just yeah. kind of happened because we were friends and we were around at the same time and yeah. we were just lucky to be nothing, around at the same time. Nothing was ever recorded under the name Native Tongues. Nothing. Ever. It was just like-minded artists in a similar style. But we're, like, this is, you know, the late 80s, so hip-hop is still kind of new. Yeah. Until this point, the theme of most hip-hop is like, I'm the re- the best rapper, and all the other rappers aren't yes. as good a rapper as I am. Yes. And it's just like that boasting. Yeah. But now we're getting into an era where rap is about more things, and, like, the other side of the coin is gangster rap. Yes. Which sort of starts at the same time. It's very much about... Street violence. Yeah. Do you know what I found out gangster rap was originally called when it first started to become a subgenre? What? Reality rap. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Yep. That didn't last but, long. But. Right. Because, of course, being things <laughs> things being what they are, someone had to come up with something way more reductive. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but Native Tongues is like that consciousness rap. Consciousness rap? Yeah. Um, Afrocentric. Afrocentric. Mm-hmm. The medallions, the 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 uh, clothing, the the natural yeah. hair, yeah, but fun, not like not like Militant. public enemy, yes, uh, but more like uh, well until until Arrested Development came along and made that vibe seem real ruined cheesy it. and kind of ruined it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Native tongues were like the the torch carriers yeah. for that. The best way yeah. I always describe it is to, but, how I seem is like. They seemed very artsy. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because this was like early college. And I was in the theater department. Mm-hmm. And no one liked Big Daddy Kane. But everybody loved De La Soul. It wasn't cool to like Big Daddy Kane? No. But not in the art, not in yeah. the theater. They're no, like, yeah, 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 I see. Not in the theater. They're well, like, it's yeah. too hard and aggressive. But De La Soul, everyone loved. Everyone loved Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. No one was really into... You know, rock him. Yeah, no, I get it. the The word that will get thrown out there, which I hate to use because it is reductive and also inaccurate, but it kind of gives you a sense is like hippie. Yeah, hippie rap. Yeah, where it's a lot of 
you know, it's like coffee shop rap mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. But also fun. Like it's party music. It's upbeat. And the lyrics are fucking great. And some of it goes hard. Like yeah. Black Sheep go hard. Like it's like, not like wimpy yeah. at all. Not at all. But it is <clears throat> positive vibes. Extremely, Definitely. extremely positive vibes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Social conscious rap, sometimes they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But to me, it's all just the golden age of rap that it was a part of. Yeah. And it morphed into other things. And Native Tongues didn't even last that long as a collective. Like, yeah. I remember, I think Dale Soul maybe on their second album, not that it was a beef, but just to distance themselves. They're like, yeah, Native Tongue, that's just not happening anymore. Yeah, because they, more than anyone, got painted with that hippie yeah. brush. Well, I mean, we talk about that a lot. There is overlap here with our Tommy Boy records. Yes, because they're all a big part of it. Because uh, Jungle Brothers were... Jungle Brothers... The the way that I the way that I read about it is Jungle Brothers went to high school with yeah. a Tribe, mm-hmm. so they were friends. Yeah, and then there was a big momentous night where Jungle Brothers were signed to Tommy Boy and De La Soul was signed before. Yeah, De La Soul had just dropped uh, their single that I'm already forgetting, mm-hmm. um, but it was a show in Boston, and uh, the Jungle Brothers were like, basically called up Tribe and was like. You got to hear these people, De La Soul. They're just like us. You're going to yeah. fucking love it. Tribe checked them out. And they're like, oh my God, we're all as one. This is great. Yeah. And then just kind of the ball got rolling where everyone just started kind of collecting these great artists. Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't even like one label. It no, was always unofficial. Really. I think like the Tommy Boy artists were De La, Jungle Brothers, and, and Queen, Queen Latifah. Latifah. Yeah. yeah. Tribe weren't on Tommy Boy. No. Yeah. But anyway, the first clip we're going to watch is taken from Michael Rappaport's documentary about a tribe called Quest. Which is so good. Yeah. He's a great documentarian. I mean, this brief clip just feels like someone made a mini five-minute documentary about Native Tongues. Like, it just explains very cleanly what Native Tongues is. Yeah. And then after that, the rest of the episode is yours. Like you, you picked you picked our playlist yeah, for tonight. Super excited, and it's just a tour through all the key members of because it's one of those almost like Wu Tang. Like there's the the A list of yes. who's like yep. really the but then there's there are some artists who weren't. It's weird to say official native tongues because nothing about native tongues was really official. Exactly, but they're sort of like. The second the the killer bees of yeah. native tongues and somewhere I, when I was looking it up because you know we know I know the core yeah. and others I was like oh shit they were considered part of like the affiliate yeah. I had no idea it's more like the kid brothers yeah and, you know second wave the affiliated exactly who weren't like real yeah yeah anyway let's watch this clip from the doc uh, just to get an even better yeah. overview from those who were there you know I love hip hop but Fife Dog right uh. away. All right, the way it's going right now, I could do with or without it. Ah, uh, five's cool. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. We fancied ourselves as being like fresh and Q-tip. innovative, and we were always looking for shit like that in other artists. Yeah, and there's some Dela. Ah. Another R.I.P. We just lost. Yeah, uh, just recently. Dave this year, right when their music went to Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Roby White. 
these fucking guys are just as weird as we are. <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like weird recognize weird. Yeah. Babies. Okay. So young. Plug one and cue to Yeah, it's like all these 70s like albums that they all just collectively loved. You know, that they sampled and just used. Well, this is this where is the, the native term yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lyric that they took it from. <laughs> Africa Baby Bam. Yeah. He's kind of like the center of it all. From, from Jungle Brothers like he's the yeah he's for the Jungle Brothers pin. and for like the linchpin almost to native tongues yeah because he coined it yeah so the native tongue he's like Lord it sounds ill what is that what does that mean so I explained to him it's like the <coughs> language that's spoken by people that's indigenous to that language you laugh yo tell tell possibly what you're just talking about like what and they tell me like yo man you know yeah and like they performed a lot together again you're right I don't ever remember hearing a native tongue song or album they were just right together and I mean, maybe if they put like a tour together they did do a something tour like that like they the did a tour tongues. yeah yeah there's a definitive tour because we're watching footage here where it's like all the members of all the groups like this is basically everyone in native yeah. tongues on stage at the same time so they did perform together a lot and of course you know on records they appeared on each other's tracks a lot yeah but not always all together as a group mm. calling itself native yeah. tongues is just Yeah. Tribe Called Quest. De La Soul. Chi Ali. Brand Nubian. Beat Nuts. Black Sheep. Queen Latifah. And then Moni Love. Moni Love. Uh, also say hello and ask leaders at a new school. I love leaders. You love it. Yeah, you're a big leaders fan. Yeah. I'm like, uh, for me, like, Definitely. I mean, I, if you have to pick a native tongue. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be for me. It's gonna be tribe. Tribe. Oh, me too. But bro. if you can't do that, then I'm gonna say Jungle Brothers. Tribe was like my re-entry into liking hip hop when oh, I was okay. like 19. Yeah, and had just been like a you know, I was into alternative music mm-hmm. in like junior high and high school, and then I got super into like classic rock bands like Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin. I wasn't listening to any hip hop. Yeah, uh, in the mid to late 90s, and then I just heard Electric Relaxation. Oh. When I was like 19, I was like, this is like the best record I've ever heard. I immediately bought Midnight Marauders and started like listening to hip hop again. That makes sense. So for me, it was all at the same time. It was probably Left My Wallet and El Segundo. Yeah. And then it was uh, De La Salle, Me, Myself, and I. Sure. Because we were right around the same time. And then it was the Jungle Brothers, uh, You Make Me Sweat, which was right around that time. And then Queen Latina yeah. came. It was all at the same time. It was all happening at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Pete Rock, great. BC Boys were not. No, native just fans. Just, yeah. Drez from Black Shadow. Uh, he's underrated. Underrated. Yeah. And they, the other thing is... It's not all jazz rap is native tongues, and not all native tongues is jazz rap. Exactly. But that jazz rap vibe 
from that era is very much a part of the ethos. Yeah. 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 I'm just, you know, you were hearing in the background like a jazz record playing in the dock and I'm like, well, yeah, it's, you know. Yeah. Well, maybe think of like Diggable Planets, which was a couple years after. Yeah, they're not native tongues, but yeah. But they fit. Yeah. We don't have to do fuck the police. There's a time and a place to fuck the police and and a group for that. We don't have to do fight the power. There's a time and a place and a group for that. We're allowed to be different. Money Love seems awesome. She is awesome. Yeah. It's Pharrell talking about it. It's funny because I recently just watched that movie Pop Star Never Stop. Never oh, Stopping. it's so good. It's very good. There's such a great double feature with Walk Hard and Pop yes. Star. Oh, yeah. But Pharrell, if I remember right, appears in Pop Star talking about the Style Boys just yeah. like he's talking about <laughs> Native Tongues yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. I totally remember that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely the roots. That's Black Thought talking. Yeah, yeah. Thought. again, not native tongues, but obviously so owes a lot to us. Yeah. Common was the same. Common was almost an affiliate kind of. Yeah. You know, you can go around and sing something like Buddy, and you can be different and be celebrated. I love Buddy. Buddy. Buddy's such a good song. Yeah. It's like Robbie the Robot. Yeah. Not only was it just that social connection, but just musically, I think we were changing what was happening in hip hop, just you know, sonically and all that. So it's all these little yeah. elements. I think it was just a being, state of being. So. Ali Shaheed Muhammad got me doing calisthenics. <laughs> He's right. I love this. Just stops as the kid goes by. Yeah, on his on his scooter. He's cool. Yeah. So that's that. Just uh, a little little, little precursor the people from the group talking mm-hmm. about the group, um, just to make you feel nostalgic and oh. sad for the ones that are gone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is a sound and a style. That you didn't really have in hip hop before that, but that no. you still kind of hear in a lot of hip hop. Yeah, like it's it's just an ingrained like subgenre. Yeah, when um, when when you first heard it, like when I was when it was happening, because I was like eighteen. Yeah, you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, this is something I've never heard before, but yet is so accessible and like so in the pocket that yeah. you can't help but love it. Yeah. And I, I mean, you know, I'm no fucking hip hop historian, no. but it seems to me that like that and gangster rap emerging in the late 80s is the first time that it's really like, oh, rap or hip hop is more than just like a passing thing or a yeah. fad. And it it's it's starting to be about more now. Yeah, it's more than, than just, the just like rap. party music. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And those are two two sides of the same yeah. coin. And it was also like I think about everyone. That's why when I talk about like, you know, the theater department loving, you know, De La Soul and yeah. Tribe and everything, everyone loved them. Everyone loved Native Tongues. There wasn't yeah. anyone I'd ever heard of or even on the radio. No one dissed. It was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. There was like, this is amazing. There's yeah. room for this. And Tribe famously like got put on Lollapalooza tour yeah. one year in the 90s. And it was just like very easily accepted in, yeah. like amid a tour that was, you know, presumably alternative rock, yeah. but 
just like again, like you said, everyone loves them, so yeah, it went over very well. Yeah, everyone loves them. It was yeah. just a great like. Oh, it was just accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tribe is some of the best to yeah. ever do it. Uh, okay, introduce this first uh, oh, music video. This here. is like as close to you get at, to a whole full yeah. like family collaboration. This is like the Native Tongues posse. This cut. Is, yeah, so yeah. it's like uh, Jungle Brothers, De La Soul, Queen Latifah, Tribe Called Quest, Money Love. Yeah, the uh, the core five all on this. And uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is doing our own thing. Yeah, and I remember reading that like they're like there was no. Native Tongue song, but this is the Native Tongue song. Right. Yeah. But officially, who's the artist and who are the Jungle features? Brothers. So it's the Jungle Brothers it's a record. It's Brother Jungle's record. Everyone else is a feature. Yes, okay. which is... And it's weird, too, because this is uh, the video cut. Yeah. So the song on the album is different. This is more like house music because the Jungle Brothers were into uh-huh. house music. And they all were, but Jungle Brothers really embraced it. They had a song called I'll House You. And so this has got a real house feel, and it's real interesting... Go check out the doing our own thing on the album cut. It's completely different. Is it not everybody here is a feature on it? No, it's all the same vocals, yeah. just a different music. Oh, band. different music. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like how California Love has two versions. Yes. Yeah. So this sounds real house music, which when I, because I remember the yeah. video and I was like, wait, is there two videos? There's only one video. And they just decided to remix it for this video. That's cool. Oh yeah, that's just pure. Yeah, and it's oh, still the pissed. 1991 of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the love early 90s house is fucking yeah. the best. And just all the colors. Yeah, the color block yeah. fashion and the. Yeah. The, so yeah, the vocals on this are the exact same as yeah. what's on the album. But when you hear the album, you're like, what the hell? The album is funkier. It's not as house, but it's real interesting. Yeah. Also, how often do we get to hear from Plug Three? Not like not super a lot. Often. And in the original, he does. He starts it off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. I mean, native tongues flavored rap over house music. Is it works pretty great? Pretty great. It just fucking fits. Yeah, like it'll throw you when you hear the original. I'm curious to see which one you like more. I like the original just because that's the one I had because I had the album. Yeah. But I just love that it's very native tongues that they're like, let's make it a house version. Yeah. Q-Tip, the coolest rapper of all time. I mean. It just takes me back. And even like their like flow is it was so different. Pastanus also underrated. Like oh yeah, his his he's so fucking cool. Yeah, way cool. Yeah. That album just it was too it was too big. I mean, my, uh, the uh, uh, Three Feet High and Rising? Yeah, it was yeah. too big. It was, yeah. it was too overwhelming. The good stuff's on De La Soul. Oh, uh, De La Soul is so good. Yeah. And even some of their later albums are really good sticks. Yeah, yeah. High is really good. It's just that nothing can compare to the uh, Three Feet High. Yeah. Moni. What's the What's the name of the Latifah track that she's on that's so good? Uh, Ladies First. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's her solo cut? That's... Oh, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. She had, a, she had she had three. 
They all kind of sound the same, but they're all great. She sounds like Left Eye, but a better rapper. Yeah, a little faster. Sorry, no offense. Sorry, but I love Left Eye, obviously, but yeah. She could. She she had a little faster flow. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like. Wait, you look like you're playing the drums. <laughs> like if you are, that's awesome. She look, she's better at pantomiming the drums than the dude in the uh, Hail Caesar. <laughs> in Hail Caesar that we watched last week. The cats. Yeah. 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 And the fashion. God damn it. I know. I mean, Ugh. is it just our nostalgia or are the early 90s the best era of music? I, I mean, everyone's going to say the 60s or 1977. The 60s. But like, the fact that you had... This genre exploding. Yeah. And I mean hip hop in general. Yeah. With this and gangsta and all of its creativity at that time. Yeah. Plus grunge is a thing. Yeah. Redefining rock music. Yeah. Like it was just all completely happening in a way that like we haven't had. It was like four revolutions at once. Yes. And we haven't had a revolution (laughs) in pop music since then. Not at all. Yeah. Unless you count like new metal. <laughs> or the boy band resurgence. Factually, new metal's better than native yeah. drums. <laughs> yeah, so that's the unofficial posse cut. Yes, that's the posse for cut. Native tongue. Absolutely. So that's a good way to kick it off. But yeah. uh, what is next? This was hard because I was like, well, I'm going to put Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. I was like, what, what am I going to. What, what are we going to do? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to put, you know, and, and I was like, and I wanted to put something of the time. You know, and there's I was no, like, there's no like wrong there's choice. There's no wrong answer. Yeah. The one song I did try to find, but there was no video for it, was Ham and Eggs. Yeah, I love Ham and Eggs. Ham and Eggs, yeah. and that's the one of the first rap songs my kids listened to because I was like, okay, they're like three years old, I can play Ham and Eggs. So yeah, they, it's just about having eggs. breakfast at your yeah. auntie's house or something. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I put Can I Kick It on because it's a fucking jam. Yeah, and it's got one of the great samples of all time. Yes, and it's one of those samples where I love. The song that that makes the sample yes. so much, mm-hmm. and like you know, the intro you hear it. Actually, I was at the beach with Katie Willard a few months ago, and someone just like had a boombox out, and I hear those opening notes. I was like, "Wait, is this going to be Can I Kick It, or is this going to be Walk on the Wild Side by yeah. Lou Reed?" And neither one is disappointing. Like I'm in the mood for either one every time. Which one I, was it? It was kind of kick. Okay. Well, you know right away because there's more of like a drum break yeah. in the sample. So, um, but yeah, like I love both. There are other songs where it's like, well, the sample thing is, you know, if I hear, uh, I don't know, Under Pressure, I'm not going to yeah. be equally thrilled if it's Vanilla Ice. Exactly. You're like, ooh, Vanilla yeah. Ice one's on. And as a huge Lou Reed fan... Lou Reed fan, you'd think that I'd be a purist about it. It's like, ah, oh, they 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 diluted uh, Lou Reed's great anthem with this. Like, no, no, both are <laughs> yeah. equally anthemic and no. iconic. Exactly, they um, all work. Yeah, one of the great samples of all time. Oh yeah, and this is a cool ass video too. Yeah, it's not a video I've seen a time. I've definitely seen it. But yeah, I'm not. I don't know it like as well as I know scenario. <laughs> yeah, or like oh, this also you know like. Because this is the first album, so like this is like the third single, so this would be after this is after El Segundo, this is after Benita Applebaum. This yeah. is like the third. 
But it's so good. God, uh, I, he's always been, I've always said he's like one of my top five rappers. Yeah, probably in my top five too, and if not, definitely top ten. Yeah, yeah. Just great. Although, I, you know, I you ride, ride hard for five. I love five. You do ride five. And he's great. Well, the way I think of it is that um, Low End Theory is Q-Tip's album, yeah. and Midnight Marauder is his Fife's album. Mm-hmm. Fife's a little more present on yeah, that album. You're not and, wrong. And that's the album I yeah. love, so just because of that. I think also, you know, it's also... Q-Tip is so much more gregarious. Yeah. And, you know, um, probably has a little more swag. Well, he's got all the charisma, yeah. right? Like, not that Fife Dog is Riz-free, no. but... Q-Tip's a star. Yeah, Q-Tip was yeah. like, he did movies and... Uh, this is remixed too. Yeah, this doesn't have the uh, the sample I was talking yeah. about in it, but... Yeah, they, it's like it's like with the last song, they remixed for videos. Yeah, so sorry to, uh, you know, prick tease. But we all know. There. But yeah, this is the... Yeah. yeah. At first I was like, wait, did I have the wrong song with the Walk on the Wild Side sample? It's like, no, no, you're right. This is just a different... Uh, a different mix. A different mix, yeah. yeah. It's it's still great. The bass is still in the... There it is. There it is yeah. a little bit. The bass. Uh, and they do kick it. Yeah. They, they, they literally yes, they could. kick it. The yeah. letter it. That sucks. So <laughs> for anyone who hasn't seen the video and isn't watching it right now... They have these, like, styrofoam blocks that are the size of a human man. Yeah. One of the letter I and one of the letter T. <laughs> and they're just standing they in a room, <laughs> kicking them they over. They continually kick at it. Yeah. Literally. Um, and, and they still make it work. Yeah. Remember when Tribe Called Quest was a four-man group? Uh, what? Because Jerobi White counts. Yeah. 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 But then after that... He's not on Low and Theory. Yeah, I'm not sure what Jerome White even does. He doesn't rap on this. Right. No, he's just, he's... He's a guy. He's like part of the group. Yeah. You know, like the old man in Arrested Development. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, no, he doesn't rap and he's not a DJ, but like he's part of our crew. Yeah, so of course he's going to be in the video. It's, yeah, it's a four-man group, but the, the guys you hear are always Q-Tip and Fife. Yes. Ali Shaheen Muhammad is the DJ, and Jerobi White is also in the group. He's also part of He's just like one of their dudes. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the video, he's on the stage. Yeah. And we saw him talking about Native Tongues. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, that, so no, he, counts. he counts. He counts. Fully counts. Just like back in our Tommy Boy episode, I wanted to do Leaders of the New School because I thought that... I mean, in our trio episode. Yeah. And I found out they're not a trio. There was like a fourth dude who's just like... They're dude. Yeah, he's just yeah. that guy. Because that's how hip-hop works sometimes. Yep. It's not necessarily about, you know, maybe they're a breakdancer or they do graffiti, which oh, is yeah. part of the hip-hop or ethos, like, but they're like, not a musical performer. Because I'm not sure there was a producer. I don't think right. they produced, so I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fake fan because I don't really know what Jerobi White's contributions to A yeah. Tribe Called Quest are. I haven't seen the documentary. You have. You I should have, be able to speak on it. That that documentary is like ten years old. Mm-hmm. It's a great. Go see the documentary. Michael Rappaport is a You're great. Right, I can't believe it's that old, but yeah, it was before Fife died, and yeah. he died, I think, in 2015. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a minute. He's. Yeah. A, it's a great documentary. Yeah. 
Okay, introduce this next. Uh, We're doing hero. Queen Eletia FAH in command. Yeah. Queen Latifah, Latifah had it up to here. Yeah. This is probably one of my favorite Latifah songs. This is real groovy. It's not like the singing one, but it's also uh, that we did a while for Tommy Boy, but it's also not Ladies First, which we did a long right. time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is but pre U N I T Y. Yeah, U N I T Y was off of the second yeah. album. Yeah. This is off All Hail the Queen. And this is like her second single. I think Ladies First was first. Yeah. And then this is Latifah's Hat Up to Here. This is a great song. I just want to say I went through a very short crisis recently because mm-hmm. I read online so you know it's true of course it's true Paul. in one of those lists or maybe it was like a reddit thread mm-hmm. where people are like what celebrities are nice and what celebrities are jerks reddit never lies evidently Queen Latifah is a huge jerk fake news you know like rude to waiters that kind of thing and I was like oh that's a bummer to learn that but then I was kind of like I'm okay with it she's allowed to be <laughs> She earned it. And also, if I wore a waiter and, like, Queen Latifah was rude to me, I'd be like, this is the greatest night of my yeah, life. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Like, if she divid me, if she big-timed me and was, like, belittled me and treated me like trash, I would love it. Well, also, you'd be like, well, I deserve this. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. yeah. If Queen Latifah doesn't think I'm worthy, then I must not be. Then, then it must be me now. <laughs> yeah. And I 100%. have to do better. 100%. This Turn my life around and yeah. make myself... Worthy of Latif. She's doing you a favor to make you better. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah, this is a good song. Latif had it up to here. I'm curious if you know Any this. guests on this? No, I know no. this. This is just, this is just the queen. A little sketch first. A little sketch first. This is back in the day where everyone was wearing Georgetown Hoya t-shirts. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, I do yeah. remember that. It's because Georgetown was a huge... It was it was a lot of Hoyas and a lot of Tar Heels Yes, gear. and they're killing Tar Heels. That's the, I don't know anything about college sports. Tar now. Heels was Jordan's team, and uh, oh. Hoyas was uh, Patrick Hughes. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember kids on the playground with like Tar Heels That's hats. That's why. Yep. In Rhode Island. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, so good. Yep. Such a good beat. I like the the we're already seeing the style evolve, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. From the earlier stuff to where in some of these shots she's wearing like color blocked hip hop gear. Yeah. But in the stage shots, it's like, well, did you go shopping at Talbots today? Yeah. Like, you look like a cool mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, she got her hair did. Yeah. But she's got the she's the got bicycle that hat, bicycle hat, which yeah, you talked about. Yeah. Love this. I've never gotten tired of this song. No, she's great. Yeah. She was such a big deal. You're just like, wow. And there have been female rappers, obviously, but you're just like, wow, she's so good. Yeah, again, since I'm a little younger, my first, the first time I ever was aware of her was UNITY, yeah. which is like a big radio hit. That was huge. Yeah. This was more R&B and rap radio hits. Yeah. That's the thing about no one in Native Tongues, probably the biggest stars are Tribe Called Quest, but they even they were never played like... 
constantly on Top yeah. 40 radio or MTV. No. I mean, that, like, except on uh, your MTV raps, so they didn't cross over. Yeah. You know, the only ones who did really was De La well, Queen, but the De La Soul, that first song, Me, myself, myself, and, and I, I crossed over big. Yeah. So that was like the one big crossover, but then after that, they didn't really cross over anymore. Yeah. And even by the time you went at T.Y. hit, it's like Native Tongues is already sort of over. Yeah. That very true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, basically what it was was alternative rap, right? Like, just like alternative rock was to fucking hair metal. Yeah, which is like right around that time. It's that, it's a response. Yeah. Yeah. It's that it's that hip hop that uh, real hip hop heads are most nostalgic for, but it was not dominating the charts. No, it wasn't. Yeah, which I think was why it makes it sweeter to be like to embrace it so much. More. Yeah, because now so we know it was, huge. it was the best stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was big, but it wasn't like oh no. This was, this was going on at the time that like Hammer and Vanilla Ice. Yeah, Hammer was huge. I mean, Hammer was the biggest one. Yeah, you know. But also, again, this is also why I love this time, too, is like, yeah, you had grunge and you had gangster rap. Right. And you also had New Jack Swing was huge around here. Sure. So yeah. all these freaking movements that happened at the same time. It was great. But also just like gangsters, very Los Angeles. Yeah. Native Times is very New York. Yes, feels very New York. Even yeah. though not everyone was from New York. Right. But that's kind of... But because... Um, because Jungle Brothers and Tribe were from Manhattan, came with school Manhattan. Yeah, they, I think that kind of flavored everything and it made it feel. Yeah, like Native Tongues to me feels East Coast, even though there's some guys yeah. from like North Carolina and you know the South. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Scratching's cool. <laughs> we used records instead of computers, guys. Yeah. Analog. Yeah. Yeah, this was all you'd only hear it on BET and your own TV raps, and then you wouldn't hear it again. Yeah, which I was not consuming any of that at the time. You're, you're I wasn't really allowed, allowed to watch MTV. This would not be on VH1. This, this certainly not. <laughs> Nope, I was like, Genesis! Genesis! I can't dance! Invisible yeah, touch is happening! <laughs> oh my god, yeah. there's another Richard Marks video! I mean, what can you say? Latifah is the best. Yes. Even if she's rude. Uh, no, that's Reddit's rude. <laughs> All right, uh, introduce us. Oh, let's to some get Money to Love. Love. Money Love was big for like uh, one year, and then that was kind of it. Yeah. And I don't know what really happened. I mean, things fall off and stuff, but it feels like she just also just kind of stopped. Yeah. Because <clears throat> she's from London. And she came over here, kind of hooked up with Queen Latifah for her stuff. Yeah. On uh, Ladies First and all that, and then got her own stuff. Uh, I had three huge hits. Moaning in the Middle is the first one. This yeah. is the big one. Uh, well, there was another one that I can't remember. And then she had uh, Move It. Mm-hmm. Which is real poppy and it was like eventually used on a makeup ad. Um, but Moni in the Middle is good because she raps fast on this. She's awesome. Yep. I'm going to, maybe this is a hot take. I prefer Moni Love to Queen Latifah. That is such a hot take, Paul. It, fine. <laughs> fine. You're like, I'll do care. it. I don't care. You're, you're fine with it. I don't think, just because she's Queen Latifah was hugely popular and became a famous actor and everything and Moni Love is sort of 
forgotten doesn't mean that Queen's automatically better. It's a it's a very hot take from you. Yes, she was <laughs> according to Wikipedia, which doesn't lie. Yeah, she was born in London. Her genre is progressive rap, hmm. which I think is funny that that's the title. But this is Moni in the Middle, and this song is great. Yeah, yeah, she only had two albums. This is what from, years? This is da- this is from Down to Earth, which is her big album. Yeah, and then that's nineteen eighty eight, and then in a word or two is ninety three, and that that did nothing. But this is the big song. So nothing for thirty years, basically. Yeah, yeah. Do you recognize this? Yeah. Yes. No, I know this song. Yeah. So that's what it was. It was this one. This is my favorite song by her. Yeah. And then she did uh, a song called "It's a Shame," based on the yeah. "It's a Shame." Yeah. Yeah. And then and then I they did and then they did move and then she did move it and that was like the big three. Who sings on "It's a Shame"? I can't remember. Yeah. But uh, this was the first one that I like, and you're like, "Oh my god!" No, wait, this is the hook. Yeah. Yeah. Anne loves this song. She'll sing this hook constantly. <laughs> she loves it. She loves yeah, it. Yeah, it, uh, it's more fun. It's just fun. It is really yeah. fun. I mean, she the music video that we're watching, it's, uh, you know, set in a classroom. Yeah, because she was super young. Yeah. She's like 18 when this came out. Do you think it's the same classroom from me, myself, and I in principal's office? That would be... Other pop rap that was set funny. in a classroom? They're just like, we have one classroom, that's it. That could be a music rig on topic. Music video set in school. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, you're just coming up with that now? That would be, like, there are so many options. Wow. Hot for teacher. Yeah. I think maybe a Twisted Sister video. Twist, yeah, no, there is a Twisted Sister. All the, the, the rap records I just named. Here's, here's something funny. Uh, Moni Love was featured on the L.A. Reed and Babyface remix of Whitney Houston's R&B hit My Name Is Not Susan. <laughs> okay. That's that might, might make me like My Name Is Not Susan a little more. I mean, that's that's good for her. Good honor. Yeah. That's hysterical. But now, yeah, I, I forgot that there's there's actual saxophone in this album, song. Mm-hmm. And just the bucket hat, which she always oh, wore. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. I don't know if that, that's not a bucket hat. That's something else. But oh, I wouldn't know it? what to call it. But it's a very it's a very early nineties women's fashion. Yes. Good dancing in the video. Oh, great dancing! Some roller boogie. And then roller skates. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is like impossible. Uh, she's awesome. Who's her Who's her homie? I don't know who that is. That's a great question. Is that just like an extra, or is no, that actually like someone a friend, from her crew? I think it's someone from, like, a friend because she didn't really have, like, a crew crew. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Uh, Early 90s dancing's the best. (laughs) Everything about the early 90s is the best. best. My God, I played this song so much. Yeah, I'm going to have to put this on the playlist. This is good. Yeah. Yeah, and then she had two more, and then it was basically it. I think yeah. she's a DJ now, like a um, radio DJ. Yeah, we saw her in that clip from the doc, and she has one of like my favorite quote 
quotation from that, which is about like, we didn't need to be gangster. There's a time and a place for yeah. that. And another band for that. We didn't have to be. Uh, I don't remember what she said. Oh, yeah. She's she basically was... describing public enemy. Yeah. Uh, fight the power. Yeah. I like that there's she's another like, band, there's another there's, band there's who another does band that. that. Yeah. We don't need to do that. Yeah, We're yeah, going to yeah. do our own thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next up. Shaq's favorite rap group. Had no idea <laughs> that Fooshnickens. Fooshnickens were affiliated were or affiliated. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. they were affiliated. I only know the one Fooshnickens song is the one with Shaq on it. Yes. The which, big hit. Which is the big hit. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Can we rock? Yeah. What's up, Doc? Can we rock? Yeah. Which might be Shaq's best rapping? Question mark? For, for a celebrity yeah. rapper... Shaq is not he's surprisingly not awful yes he does and not we've suck. watched his song what was Outstanding. it um, um, oh, no, 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 biological didn't bother. bother yeah which is like okay like if he weren't famous for doing something else he never would have become a famous rapper yes but like he can handle himself on yeah. the mic right he's, he's and I love confident. what's up doc can we rock yes. like that this is but not this that. isn't that. This, this is that. this is before that. Yes. So this is like Shaq early got 90s. to do. Shaq got to sort of join them on that mm-hmm. track because he said publicly that Fushnikins was his favorite. group. Yes, but he's not like a member of Fushnikins. Not at all. Yeah. And Fushnikins is an affiliate of Native Tongues. Yeah. And this is Lash Move. Lash Move. This song we used to scream. This song, <laughs> just the hook. You'll hear. Yeah, I don't think I know it. Yeah, his, oh, that's his, not, is that sampled in other things? Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's uh um Ken Karras once sampled it. Right. Nothing to prove, flash move, and we have got nothing to prove. This is that song, yeah, what they do, you just jump up in the air. Yep, yeah. That's aggressive. Yeah. Not since Onyx. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> or um It's interesting. So it's, you can kind of, because they're affiliate, you're like, okay, I can kind of see them as native tongues and kind yeah. of not. Yeah, similar to like leaders. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, that's a good comparison. To leaders. Yep. Leaders is probably a little better. Oh, yeah. Leaders, I yeah. think, super underrated. Yeah. But yeah, that's. Also, also a little bit of. Um, um, DOS Effects. Yes. I think. Very DOS Effects. Yeah. I was about to say that too. I think DOS Effects is better. Um, yeah. Yeah. But they're really good. They have that flow, that real staccato flow. And you can also tell, like, I like this. I love this look in the video. But they're like, okay, we don't have a lot of money for this. So we're going to have like 10 people in this quote unquote nightclub. Yeah. Yeah. It's but real it's- lowbrow. But I like that it's not Glitzy. It like no, looks it's like not. it would be an actual club where yeah. they perform, where it's just like, you know, shit dripping from the ceiling. Yeah. It's probably a basement. Exactly. Uh, hey, ten, there's graffiti like on the wall. It in. looks awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I remember hearing this, and then, like, maybe, like, probably like two years later was, uh, what's up, dog? And I was like, wait, Shaq is bracketing with these snippets? <laughs> yep. Because he liked their flow on you this. He liked their flow. He's doing some tongue twister shit on there. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very DOS effects, which is right around the same time, too. Yeah, this just feels like a gumbo of a lot of other yeah. shit that was going on in hip-hop at the time. Which I think In, like, a fun way. Interesting, because, you know, DOS effects was around this time, and they could be kind of... They have a... Oh. What? Fife. Oh, shit. 
I forgot that he was on. I didn't recognize him with yeah. the hat on, but yeah. yeah. Five foot assassin. God, he was tiny. He's so small. It's so good. <laughs> but yeah, he guessed on it. Yep. But like, I fucking yeah. love Fife. Fife was great. Yeah. But they really like, like Das Effects could be kind of a part. You could see it in the world where Das Effects might be a part of this a little bit. Yeah. Just that flow, but oh yeah, it was just more of the time. Were they from New York? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Here's the thing about Fife. Q-Tip is amazing, obviously, but I wouldn't want to hang out with Q-Tip. I bet he'd be kind of insufferable. You know what I mean? He'd Fife's be like, more he'd be too head. like, I'm too cool, and like, he'd say some philosophy or some yeah. shit. And you're like, what are you even talking about, man? Yeah. Well, Fife is a cool hang. Fife would just want to hang out. Yeah. You feel like play video games, play Q-tip some basketball. Would be like, Here, read this. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Q-tip is going to give you homework. Yeah, it's going to give you poetry, and you're like, and, oh, bro. Yeah, drinking soy milk and telling you yeah. about some shit that you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Fife is just he's here for a good time. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> But I mean, I, Fushnik has kind of peaked with What's Up Doc, and I don't remember the match. This is so much better than What's Up Doc. I think it's so, I love this. I mean, I have nostalgia for What's Up Doc, but this is good stuff. This is, this rules. Mm-hmm. It's that flow that's just like, it doesn't stop. No, and it's so hard. Yeah. That's some leadership. Then, yeah, too, this is right? very. Yeah. He's giving late. It's giving leadership vibe, definitely. Yeah. And it's funny because it's native tongues, but it's a little harder, like leaders, where it's, yeah. it's, it's a little harder, aggressive, but it's still got like that alternative vibe. I fucking I love a hip hop trio. Like, yeah, that all three can flow. Yeah. It's just a good dynamic, yeah. whether it's beasties or or uh, or or leaders. I mean, I know the leaders isn't a trio, yeah, but yeah. in terms of the three who rap on them, three times dope. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, Fushnikins, that might be four if we're counting a DJ, but yeah. there's three, three dudes, rappers, yeah, dudes taking verses, yeah, three MCs and three MCs and one DJ. Uh, yeah, that ruled. I didn't, I wasn't familiar with that. That's yeah. probably going on the playlist. Oh, too. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Let's talk about a Black Sheep record that's not The Choice Is Yours. Which is why I put it on. Right. Listen, The Choice Is Yours is one of the best rap songs it's, ever. It's perfect. It's, it's a perfect so, record. so, so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Even when they gave it to the Kia hamsters. Uh, <laughs> it's still fine. 15 years ago or yep. whatever. I was like, no, this song is real. Like, you can't dilute it with this ad. No, it's so good. So, <laughs> Black Sheep, they're from North Carolina. Okay. Uh, but just kind of got mixed in with uh, with Native Tongues. Two dudes. Two dudes. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the other one. Well, Drez is the is Drez the, is the main one. Are they both MCs or is the other dude a DJ? I feel like Drez is the... I only know Drez's verses, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I well, can't remember. Maybe, maybe we'll find out. But this is now. off the same album as, as The Choice of Yours. First of all, The Choice of Yours on the album is a little different than the singles. Yeah. It's way better. That I do remember. Yes. Yeah. But Flavor of the Month, which was, it's a it's it's not the big of a hit, obviously. Yeah. But this this played on rap radio. And I think you're going to like, this is way mellower, but still fucking slaps. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know what the Billboard charts would officially say. I think for a lot of people, Black Sheep is kind of a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Like, everyone knows The Choice is Yours. Yeah. Even if they don't know that the title of it is The Choice is Yours and the artist is Black Sheep. Yeah. When you hear that, you could go with this, this or you, you could go with know. that. Like, people know that, that exactly. record. But I don't know any other Black Sheep songs that are, like, that well-known. 
This is probably their second well known. This is their second most Because they didn't have much after. Yeah. And they're see they're with sheep. Skit. Yeah, they're yeah, they're they shepherds in a yeah. field with some sheep. The first thought, best thought on these uh, video <laughs> yeah, concepts. Right. Yeah, let's make everything literal. Like what flavor you? Less for a second, I reckon. I got you double checking. Then again, when yeah. Yeah. Very early 90s. Dres is, like, you can just, so you know who it is as soon as he yeah, says two he's words. Yeah, so distinct. Yeah. Should have, should have been more respected. I mean, like, again, maybe like a rapper's rapper. Yeah. Um, I do remember, and I think I've played it once before. He did a, a guest spot of Vanessa Williams' uh, work to do her uh, yes her cover, and it was great. Oh, that's like the be- that's low key the best record on the Comfort Zone. <laughs> yeah, I no, love it's great. That, that work to love do that cover, song. such a good cover. Yeah, Who, who's the original artist on that play? It's the Isley Brothers. Yes, and yeah, also yeah. Uh, the average white band. Okay, yeah. Because Drez is in a similar, he's a similar flavor to Q-Tip. Yes. Yes. Right? That very cool, yes. laid back. Yeah. But and this that is that hook jazz is so part. good. That, that hook is, I heard you got the fever for the flavor. Yeah. We were, everyone was saying that. Like, who knew this song? The fever for the flavor. Okay, yeah, they're both friends. They're yeah. both MCs, yeah. I'm, I'm sure the other dude must like make the beats or something though because he just yeah does. he's not in a lot yeah so yeah I, I think really yeah he might be the DJ beat maker and uh, unfortunately I don't even know his name just out of respect Drez looks a lot like Pharrell to me too I, I agree but like you know they didn't they didn't last as a, as a uh, did they break? Did they actually break up early on, or did they just after like a off? second album? I think. Yeah. Oh, they said they're from Queens. I thought they were from uh, North Carolina. Maybe, maybe one of them was originally, but they formed oh, as a duo in New York. As teenagers, they were in North Carolina, and they started in New York. Yeah, yeah. Like how Talking Heads gets credited as a New York band, but I know that they formed at RISD in Providence. Right? Yes, as well. You should know that. So this was actually their uh, first so- single. Well, this predates the choices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Like this doesn't have a huge, like a huge poppy hook. I love that, you know, fever for the flavor hook. But I can see that this isn't a giant radio hit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It was medium, but it wasn't like choices yours. So I think their big hits were uh, flavor of the month, the choices yours, and then they did have a like a kind of a a serious song called Similac Child. I remember Similac Child. That rings a bell. Yeah. But they only had like three or four albums and it was done by like 94. Although they had some, they, they had re-releases and stuff. I do say this, I dare say. I dare say. You know the way you talk about hip hop. Uh, this feels more native tonguesy than Choice is Yours to me. I think so. Yeah. Very much. It's more jazzy yeah. and, and, and laid back. Like you could you could imagine De La Soul doing I, I this. I imagine this. You could see Tribe doing this. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, <clears throat> love it. Yeah. Love Black Sheep. Yeah, they're great. Yep. Uh, let's look at what is next on the playlist. Oh, we Duh. just heard it. That was it. This is one that I picked. Uh, this might be my favorite 
leaders of the new school song. I'm glad you picked this one. Yeah. I picked Sob Story, which is my favorite. Yeah. I'm glad you picked the International Zone Coaster. Yeah. What did you think I was going to say? Pick the PTA? I hate PTA. That's like their sort of big hit. It is their kind of big hit. It's, it's corny. A, it's, it's corny. so corny. It's almost like a, a, a gag gag song. Yeah. People, if they know leaders of the new school at all, it's because of Scenario, yes. which is a Tribe Called Quest record. Yes. And everyone from Tribe raps on it. Yeah. But everyone from leaders takes a verse on it, too. And it's it's a leaders of the new school record. Like, yeah. they dominate it. It's like Snoop on Nothing But a G. Yeah. Like, they really just go to town. Right. Like, they own Scenario. And so that's how most people know them, I think. That's yes. got the rah, rah, like, like a, a dungeon, dungeon dragon. Like, everybody knows that shit. Yes. Um, but... But because PTA is sort of their biggest yeah. hit as a group and it's corny, maybe that's why we don't hear about them as much. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows who Busta Rhymes is. I mean, but everyone. I, but yeah. like, if you polled the world, if you polled 100% of people who know who Busta Rhymes is, I wonder what percentage of them know what leaders of the new school is. I don't think a lot because they weren't that big. Yeah. You have to have known rap. Yeah. And, and they were kids. They time. were like 17, yeah. 18 maybe. Yeah. They were in high school when they formed. So this is Baby Buster Rhymes. Yeah. And Charlie Brown and Dinko D who I've said, I, I love all of them. I think all of them are awesome MCs. Yeah. They just, this group rules. And this is uh, the International Zone. This is good. my favorite one. I haven't listened to this in a while. Their records. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, Baby I forgot all about this song. I have a a playlist of some favorite hip hop cuts from this era that I call "Chickens in the Mist." After that, line. oh yeah, yeah, this is good. I forgot about this. I haven't yeah. listened in a while. Just the amount of energy he has. That was their thing. Like, Busta's talked about that. He's like, we moved around on the stage more than anybody else. Yeah. And Busta was young and skinny enough that he could move around yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Dinko. And again, it's like, Fush Nickens, it's like, oh, this fits in Native Tongues, but it's also just a little bit, yeah. a little bit harder. They also were affiliated, but I think that's a function of the fact that they were probably still in middle school yeah. when, when uh, Native Tongues really formed. Yeah. And so they're like the second wave. To me, they're like affiliated, but as close to the core yeah. as you can get. Yeah. And also they're from Long Island. Yeah. Charlie Brown. I think Charlie Brown rules. You love like, Charlie Brown. You ride hard. Yeah, I like Dinko Dito, but like something about Charlie Brown's... He's got a his great, tone I, and his flow. I well. think you've said it before where you're like, yeah. Busta just kind of overtook with him when yeah, he was. Just but like, if there's no Busta, Charlie Brown would have been a star. Right. Just like with Q-Tip and Fife. Like, Q-Tip is a star and a, yep. a household name and Fife is, like, rules but just happens to be next to the yes. guy who's, like, a star. And Busta Rhymes, if, if, if anybody's a star, like, Busta Rhymes yeah. is a star. It's, it's, very much, it's very much Jordan Pippen. Yeah. Pippen on any other team is a superstar. Yeah, hey. Plenty of pussy and cash for nasty old Scotty Pippen. <laughs> he did fine. <laughs> well, I don't know I don't know what Charlie Brown and Dinko D are up to these days. But uh they're underrated. I don't I just I've not seen this video. 
Yeah, there's Since nothing much to out, the video. Just, like, the energy is great. They're performing in the park. They're performing on stage. But their energy is undeniable. Yeah. Seeing them live must have been awesome. Yeah. But Buster Rhymes is just a dude who had so much charisma right away. Oh, yeah. And, like, that voice, you cannot... Rah, like, you, you can't. can't fucking deny Buster Rhymes. No. Although, I actually think he's underappreciated as well. Like... I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. He has so many big hits. Yeah. You know, and it's... And when he went solo, like, it was so weird. His vibe was so weird and unique. Yeah. But you knew, he always knew, like, okay, he's going to go solo. He's going to be... Well, again, because I'm younger than you. (laughs) Not young at all anymore, but... I never heard of him until uh, Wuha, which okay, was his yeah. first solo record. Killer song. So to me, it wasn't, oh, he's gone solo and is now exploding with this whole thing. It's like, this weird dude just came out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I heard Scenario later and I was like, oh, this this is where he yeah. broke through. That is the And set himself up yeah. for Wuha, right? So. Yeah. Like you said, too, everyone knows Scenario, but not many people know Leaves of the New School. Right. Even though I think the most memorable thing on Scenario, other than maybe the Dungeon Dragon line, is, Who's that? Which is literally Charlie Brown calling, you know, telling you who he is. Some say, I say, call Call me me Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. That's great. (laughs) And then, of course, uh, um, Das Races made a whole hook out of a a song called Who's That Brown. Who's That Brown. Which is almost even cooler. <laughs> but yeah, Charlie Brown and Dinko D and Buster Rhymes um, are awesome. Yeah. And I don't need to put that song on, on my playlist because it already is. It's already locked in. Yeah. Uh, who's next? We are at... Oh. Oh, yeah. They, you know, they uh, they named them in the doc. This is a core yeah. This group is core uh, to name songs, but no, I always forget to name them, right? Brand Nubian. Yeah. Brand, Brand Nubian, Nubian was like, they were big for like a hot minute because mainly of their, uh, the main rapper, Grand Poobah. Yeah. And Grand Poobah would like guest on so many different things. Yeah. Um, a little harder, a little more um, um, political, a little mm. more militant, yeah. but still kind of in that vein. And this is, uh, oh yeah, Slow Down. Slow Down's good. They had like two or three big songs. And then Pooba was always just guesting. And uh Yeah, I've, like they sit up they're they're with the Jungle Brothers where I've heard of them. I have heard mm-hmm. them. Yeah. But I never like drilled down and got familiar with Brand Nubian. So when I forget to mention them, that's that's yeah. my <laughs> error. Like that's they, my failing. But um their big song, which was a little bit later, uh, yeah. called uh, Punk Chop Up to Get Beat Down, mm-hmm. which honestly is a good song, but it's problematic. So I was like, mm, let's not. Yeah. Uh, but this is Slow Down. This is pretty good. This this played quite a bit on rap radio. What year are we talking here? This is like 90. Okay. I'm curious to know if I'll recognize it. I don't know it by name. Yeah. And Grand Poobah has a very distinct flow. Yeah. And I can't remember the other guys, but Grand Puba kind of. Is it a trio? Yeah. Oh, you recognize the hook though. That's Grand Puba. Yeah. You recognize the hook? I can't. 
No, tell me. It's Edie Burkell and New Bohemians. <laughs> what I am. What I am. Yeah. That guitar. That that record would have that would have still been only like a year or two yeah. old when this came out. Yeah. Yeah. Puba has. He's got that like. That throaty yes. thing that's like a proto Lupe Fiasco sort of. Yeah, right? I didn't even think that. Yeah, it's like in the back of his throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like he left. Like he drinks a half gallon of milk before he raps. <laughs> that kind of claggy yeah. throat thing. Claggy. Yeah. Yeah, he really was the star, and he left pretty early. Yeah. Um, and they didn't continue on. But yeah, they were a little more political, a little more militant. Yeah, the beat hits a little harder on yeah. this. It's like more like Fushnikins than uh, yeah. the JBs or De La or anything. But this is so like this is like one of the other guys who I don't remember. Yeah, okay. the Fife of Brand Newbie and the uh, yeah the Dingo D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Grand Pooba, Lord Jamar, and Sadat X. Yeah, those are the three. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is one of those groups that like weren't household names, but are like at all. rappers, rappers like Farside and uh, yeah, they are definitively they're from New York. Yeah, they are definitively one the rappers, rappers. Yeah. But like he would rap on like he did a, a heavy D song, so like he was on the oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Slow down, yeah, 91. Oh, there's that Edie Brickell. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, so like, Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians was probably, yeah, like 88, 89. Yeah. And then two years later, they're like, let's sample that shit. Yeah, this is one of those records where like it, I, like, it doesn't have a big obvious hook, so I get why it's not yeah. a smash hit. But like once it gets into your bones, you're yeah. Oh, this is one of my favorite rap records of all time. Yeah, it's just <clears throat> again very of its time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like just you know, and especially with all that we've heard to tonight, is everyone's flow is different. Yeah, you know, and it's moving away from as much as I love like Rakim and like Big Daddy Kim are like my favorite rappers. Yeah, because that's what we grew up on. They very have a very distinct. Very oh similar yeah absolutely and they're still doing that sort of like mid eighties sort of yeah. boom bap yeah right exactly exactly it's all boom bap then. but in terms of native tongues like just just like with New Jack too right like it starts in the late eighties and it has a certain vibe yes but now we're getting into the early nineties and we're yeah. sort of over the hump and maybe. It's blending a little bit with the gangsta vibe. Yeah, so I think it feels like the it. beats are getting harder. The rappers, the raps yeah. are getting more aggressive. Yeah, and this is even post De La Soul is dead, right? Yeah, so Native Tongues isn't necessarily really a thing anymore. But yeah. Oh, this is Tommy Boy. Yeah, a lot of them were Tommy Boy. Yeah, but not as a rule. No, not as a rule. Yeah, it just makes sense that they were, you know, exactly. Because they were a collective. A collective. We got one more. Yes. The Beat Nuts. Do you know the Beat Nuts? I don't. I only know the Beat Nuts from the. I think it's the Chase Part Two on Midnight Marauders, where okay, the Tribe is like calling out their, you know, 
their buddies, basically. And there's one point where there's Beat Nuts is yes. in the house. And so whenever I hear Beat Nuts, I think of that. Right. The Beat Nuts. But I don't re- I couldn't tell you the name of a Beat Nuts record. Well, you might know this one because this is 97. This is like, Okay, so we're yes. way later here. Yeah, yeah. So because the Beat Nuts were like younger yeah. and they were around. Um they were originally basically they're producers mm-hmm. and um and DJs. And they would hang out and do shows with all the native tongues. And they got their name. They're originally called the Beat Kings. Yeah. And uh, I think Africa Bam Bam is like, no, man, you guys are nuts. You guys are the Beat Nuts. And they're like, yeah, we are. We're the Beat Nuts now. <laughs> because they used name. to like, he called name. them nuts because they would come to shows. Yeah. And they would bring their entire record collection. Yeah. Just in like crate after crate instead of just like four or five crates they bring like 20 oh, everything crates. they yeah. bring everything and I have a boss like what are you doing <laughs> you guys are nuts you're like the, you're not the beat kings you're the beat nest and like yeah we are that's yeah there's something about it yeah just automatic poetically it, yes it feels that, good yeah, yeah yeah anybody could be called the beat kings yeah, whatever snoring. the beat nuts and they were just real <laughs> so this is 97 this yeah. is off the books this features big pun which is Ooh. good yeah R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. And so you might recognize this. To me, this is, I've just moved to L.A. And all the rap stations, 92.3, when 92.3 was a real rap station, yeah. played the fuck out of this song. Okay, we'll see if it's I know good. it. It's good. I mean, 97, I'm either a high school freshman or sophomore, depending on what time of year it came out. And I am deep in like... I'm cool. I listen to alternative rock radio. Then you probably might not know this, but I think Weezer. you're going to dig it. Yeah, so. This, the hook is just stupidly good. <laughs> and this is off the books. Yes. With Big Pun and Cuban Link. Yeah. I know Cuban Link. Yeah. That, that makes me hook. think of the Raekwon album. Yeah. Okay, either I know this or I just know the sample because this does sound familiar. Yeah. They use this a lot. But watch Big Pun just come in. But Big Pun, if he had lived, we'd be talking about how he's one of the greatest rappers of all time. Love Big Pun. Yeah. Love him. Fuck. Big Pun was great. Big Pun was so good. But yeah, this was all produced in music by uh, B-Nuts. Yeah. And so, yeah, they just kind of become like their own producers. This look, the look and feel is very 97. Yeah, exactly. But this, it's so funny because I didn't know, like, I was like, oh, the Beat Nest, and I didn't know they were part of Native Tongues when this came out. Yeah, I mean, it stands to reason because the only way that I know them is as a reference on a time yeah, record. Right? But this is 97, and, like, Native Tongues is, is decidedly done. in history. At this yeah. Point. yeah. And it's, uh, they played this so much, I was like, oh, I guess. The Beat Nuts are from L.A. Because this was so... Because oh, it was just around? This song was played on all L.A. rap stations. Really? Yeah. I could not escape it. I don't think I know it. Okay. I love it. I love the sample. And like yeah. the, the, the beat's real like, spare. The beat's in a way great. That I like. Yeah. And then there's the hook, which we haven't heard yet. But yeah, like, oh my god, this was so 97. Yeah. Like, even this dancing and shit. The, yeah, the dancers are yeah, great. Yeah, and the video vibe. Do you know any of their names? This dude this dude is cool to me, but I don't know anything. I don't, all I, honestly, all I know is Big Pun. And yeah. then it was the Beat Nuts. 
I wish we had got more big pun records. Yeah. He's not a player. He just crushed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the greatest sets of, of the decade. Yeah. And that's one of those records where at the time when I was it like so in deep listening to like Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin as a yeah. teenager when that song came out I'm like this is impossible to ignore like I love this shit that, yeah that big pun and uh, record with, that's uh, awesome with Joe yeah oh so good yeah. but the hook is uh, off the books this year ain't nothing but crooks in here making mad out. money off the books this year this this little sample's so good oh it's so smart yeah. and that's all beat nuts man yeah yeah, I get it. They don't stand out. They're they're perfectly capable rappers. They don't like blow yeah. you away, but like they make they made a great beat and yeah. put, let's get big pun on the record. Yeah, and they did it right. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and that's what they became. They just became producers and beat makers, which is smart. Yeah, but yeah, got their start from uh, from native tongues and their name from Africa Bam Bam. Yeah. Well, there we go. That was our last clip. We took our tour through we the took Native our tour, Posse. Um, and did That's not, not play everybody, especially not, everybody. not with all the affiliates, mm-hmm. but um, we definitely got the core group. And you, it's not a huge amount of, of groups and artists in it. So no, it's not. We pretty huge, much covered it. Right? Well, except Dayla, but But we've done Dayla. Like, what we, are we going to do with Dayla? Yeah, we did. We did. We covered Tommy Boy. We covered Tommy Boy. I think uh, we've had. We've done some Dayla is dead. Yeah. 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 Everyone and, knows Dayla. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think this is the first time we watched a Tribe Called Quest. I think this is the first time we featured oh, a Tribe wow. Called Quest on, on the show at all. I think probably a lot of that is because you and I love Tribe. That we're like, we're not going to play Tribe. Of co- well, of course, you know. Yeah, yeah, that kind of happens sometimes. Yeah. But like, oh, now we're almost now like we have fifty episodes in, and we've never done Tribe. <laughs> There's this band called Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. You guys really have you heard about this song? Check the rhyme. <laughs> It's pretty good. It's, it's sort of underground. It's sort of a deep cut. Um, there's this guy named Fife. Maybe you've heard of him. Probably not. Fife Dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, some of the best hip hop ever. Yeah. Is all the Native Tongue shit. From, you know, basically 89 to 93. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, obviously they all had their own things and did other stuff and some of it was good, but that concentrated time. Yeah. That's, again, that's why it's such a big part of it when they're like, oh, the golden age of hip hop was 88 to 93. A big majority of that is because of Native Tongues. I don't know where hip hop historians would mark the end of Native Tongues. I don't know if there's like a hard cutoff where they said, is it De La Soul is dead? Is it something that just sort of faded? I think what? it's Midnight Marauders. I was going to say Midnight Marauders could be marked as the end point of it. Because that's 93. That's 93. But I would wonder, I mean, we joked about it, but I wonder if Arrested Development... Killed it? Killed it. Because they are not Native Tongues affiliated at all. Yes. But they came and became like a huge pop sensation in 92, Arrested Development did. Like, yeah. They were mainstream giant with yeah. their Afrocentric consciousness rap, which basically like kind of ripped off the Native Tongues vibe. It wasn't great. And did it not as well, but I way more su- commercially successful. Yeah. And then I think that, and I don't even hate Arrested Development. They're, They're a little corny. Um, I don't need to hear their songs again. 
Right, but I think that's what happened. Like, they were too big. Yeah. And then they fell off real fast. Yeah. And then I think that made native tongues, the reflection of it on them made native tongues seem corny by... It could have. I I really think it was probably, like, Midnight Marauders. Yeah. And then by then, De La was just kind of moving to different directions. Jungle I mean, Brothers wasn't a th- that thing anymore. Moni Love was done. Yeah. De, I mean, De La Soul is Dead came out in 91, and yeah. they were saying, like, this thing is... This thing is over. Yeah. And, you know, after Midnight Marauders, there wasn't that much tribe anymore. Right. You know? Yeah. So, I think it's probably, that's the cuff. And but I don't think anyone in the collective ever said, like, this is done, or there was never... No, there was never no. any beef between anybody, as far as I know, yeah. any of the groups. Like, no. oh, the Jungle Brothers are feuding with the Tribe Called Quest. Like, there was none of that. It just kind of was like, eh, we had our moment. When we were all hanging out, just like any group of friends. Like, yeah. It can't last forever. And That's, you, move, you move on and... Yeah. And it was already loose to begin with. Yeah. With the affiliates and even just with the court. So that was always like that. Yeah. I do know like... There was the, also no tragedy. Like nobody... I don't think anyone from any of those groups died until like Fife did in five, 2015. Yeah. Everyone, so. And there's no real drama or, yeah. you know, or any bad... So I do know, like, because you know, they said in the in the doc, you know, the roots really owe a lot to them. Yeah, the roots tried to do their own native tongues, and they never really got it going. With it was a there's a loose collective called Soul Aquarians. Yeah, and that was like the roots and D'Angelo and Erica Badu, right? And Common, and they were all gonna put uh, and they were all together working on each other's stuff, and they were like, we need to do an album. And they're like, yeah, we should do an album, and it just they could never, never happen. Get it, never, yeah, yeah, never got it going. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been good, too. Yeah. But I like, you know, I like the idea of a collective where it's a loosely organized, unofficial. Yeah. Because you can't really commodify it. Like, it's not one label, so you can't really market it or commercialize it. It's just on them yeah. to be on each other's records and not necessarily, yeah. like, sell it. And then at just some point, it's it's just fades. You know, yeah. and that's the way it should. And, and I think that's after, fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's organic. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I think what happened after Midnight Marauders. It's like okay, well, yeah, Midnight Marauders. It it almost feels like a farewell yeah. a little bit. You know, the way that the cover art just has all those rappers' faces on it. Yeah. Like it's sort of like we're acknowledging all of this history, but then this is the end of this era. Yeah, kind of a thing. And if we and I will demarcate it that as well. And if that's the case, what a great way to end that era. Yeah, that fucking album rules. Oh man. Yeah. It's such a good album. So if we were like, that's the cutoff, that's a great way to cut it off. Might be my favorite rap album. Oh, okay. No, like number one. I could, Midnight that, Marauders. There's no way you can argue that. Yeah. That's, and I had it on one side of a Maxell cassette. Yeah. And on the other side was the Crash Test Dummies that's album. That's just an insult <laughs> to everything that's going on in this Probably podcast. a year of college. Music. I listened to those two. I was in my car. And that's what I had in the car. Here's the thing, too. Yeah. At the time, you're like, yeah, this is this works. This is totally fine. Yeah. I've had no problem with it. No. And I feel like it explains a little bit about me. <laughs> I feel, I'm glad you recognize the awful of it, of it now. I don't. Oh, but you should. No, I still... I mean, I definitely don't ride as hard for... Uh, God shuffled his feet as I do for... <laughs> yeah, when's the last time you listened to the Crash Test Dummies as opposed to Tribe Called Quest? I don't know that I've listened to the Crash Test Dummies album from beginning to end in 20 years. Yeah. Midnight Marauders I listen to a couple times a year. Exactly. Yeah. So when we meet... So I'm not saying they're equal. No. 
Yeah. But when we meet Q-Tip, you'll apologize. <laughs> what happens when we meet Brad Roberts? <laughs> you'll be like, I'm. he should apologize to you. Yeah. <laughs> well... That's the end of this episode. We, we ended this episode about native tongues talking about the crash test. <laughs> yeah, how'd that happen? Because that's Music Raygun, baby. That's right. But that's the end of this episode of Music Raygun. Music Raygun is hosted by me. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Until next time. See ya. See ya.